Welcome everyone to a new, a brand new Zoom teleclass by sponsoring from CLM. And we have two special guests tonight. Number one is my brother, Monk, our chef, and also Reverend and Acolyte, Angelica Schaefer. Welcome both of you. Thank, Thank you, Padre. It's gonna be an exciting series. We all listen to the Holy Spirit of our roles of what we play, but also we use that mouthpiece of ours. <laughs> Some of us have bigger mouthpiece than others. <laughs> and I won't judge who is that, but <laughs> I can read hearts. <laughs> anyway, but I just want to dialogue a little bit with both of you. And we'll start with Rick. What is your intention or what do you feel the Holy Spirit or the angelic realm is looking from us or expecting a flow to happen? How do you perceive that in your spiritual walk? Oh, for this series or all of life? <laughs> <laughs> present moment, buddy. <laughs> present moment. I'll deal. It, it all is an eternal present moment. <laughs> it is. It and really is. that is an art form learning to live in the eternal present. And let's just say I got a lot more to learn about that one. Mm, and likewise, me too. And I so appreciate your willingness to be on this series this month. This thrills my heart. Well, my, my pleasure. And Virginia mentioned it last month. You've talked about it. But the moment you asked me to do this, I went in the washing machine. Oh, what does that mean? And that means stuff came up in my life and has been nonstop. Stuff I thought I had resolved, stuff I was fine with, stuff I had worked on, stuff I didn't know I had stuff on. And <laughs> it is all fodder for this work this path and I am in gratitude for it all even though it doesn't feel so good every day <laughs> I think I can I understand that and then been there and done that one and it, it happens almost every month for me also just entering in hey Rick I just want I I think you have a new book coming out what is that yes so some of you are aware I've written a book about my spiritual path called joyfully shattered a Physician's Awakening at the Crossroads of Science and Spirituality. And it, starting from a family best described as culturally Jewish and passionately atheist, I went on this 40-year spiritual path I didn't expect. And we'll get to that <laughs> next week when I yes. talk about the unexpected harvest, right? Yeah. But it was published in 2015, and then particularly with the events related to the man often referred to as John of God, and then this COVID-19 pandemic, and it felt like it needed a new edition. And so that's what's been written with two new chapters, one on John of God. And the title, because I wrestled with it, is John of God Revisited, mm. a long chapter in the first edition. And the subtitle is Light, Darkness, and Forgiveness on the Spiritual Path. Ooh. That's rich. That's very rich. Well, I look forward to having my own copy. But yeah, um, you get it signed. Your website, I believe. Yeah, so it's available on my website for pre-order now. Within the next couple of days, it will be, be available for order and available on Amazon in a couple of weeks. Perfect. All right. I just wanted to let people know of that exciting news that you're offering. So, Angelica, I believe tonight is your night in a sense. But what is your expectation for tonight or for the whole series? Should I say? Yeah, I, I've been very, very excited about this. It, it just felt so wonderful to be invited and really appreciate that, to 
to be with you. And the intention is to, to really explore what is in the way for us to fully receive the ever available divine harvest. Mm. And I want to share one, one of many, but one powerful tool with all of you to bring us into a state where we can experience the heart in the harvest right here, right now together. That's a beautiful intention. And you know, I'm just going to ask you to take it away because I've been looking forward to this presentation because mm -hmm. I'm all about the heart, but I want to expand my heart like most of us here. That's why we're on the call. So please show us the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I want to start with a reading from A Course in Miracles that just jumped out, jumped out of me. It ju jumped out at me. I get easily distracted with things flashing across the screen here that I don't know where they're from. <laughs> but I'll try to keep my focus. You are my goal. Only you. Where would I go but home? What could be a substitute? What gift could I prefer before the peace of God? What treasure would I seek and find and keep that can compare with my true self? And what would I rather live with fear than love? You are my goal. What but you could I desire to have? What way but that which leads to you could I desire to walk? And what, except the memory of you, could signify to me the end of dreams and futile substitutions for the truth? You are my goal. So I had to start with a fresh, open mind because Harvest seems to be a very easy word, but I really kind of had to think about it, what it all could mean. So I looked it up on the internet. And it is the result or consequence of any thought, belief, act, process, or event. It is the effects of our prolonged, repeated, and believed thoughts. Even the, or especially, the unconscious ones. So it is the effect of our attitudes and focus. And what consciousness looks at, it becomes. And the principle is the same for any type of harvest, whether the edible crops or the divine nourishment. And either way, we get weeds of separation and fear, or we harvest what the divine always wants to give us and total love and fulfillment, and the flowering of our hearts. So here you see, in my garden, I've learned how to nurture the crops that I want. And I wasn't very good at pulling out weeds. I really didn't like that job. <laughs> but in the garden, I had to learn that. Otherwise, I wouldn't get very good crops. And so lately, I've, especially this year, it's been I, I almost feel guilty about saying it, but it's been the best year of my life. Very hard. Hard, but really, really fruitful. And I learned to pull the weeds from the mind, from the heart. All the weeds that were kind of drowning out and taking, taking attention away from my true heart, from my true harvest. And that is always offered. And so I want to show you what is happening to us, we focus where we focus. That is what we actually 
increase. So, you know, when we see a picture like this, that is, we laugh, but it's exactly what's going on in our minds. <laughs> the, the solution is, is always there. We just focus so much on the things we don't want. So imagine we have, so yeah, we have like 6,000 thoughts a day. Can you imagine that? Over, maybe over 6,000. But each one, each thought creates, it has an effect. It has an energy that creates. And so we would really want to be aware of what we're putting out and the consequences of what we're putting out. And we all know the principle, but to apply it in day-to-day -day life is not always so easy. And so I, I have asked myself the questions, what is needed for a really rich divine harvest, the harvest of the heart, the flowering of the heart? And I came to a, a I like it short and brief. In short, we need to eliminate the weeds and nurture the crop we want. And we need to become skillful and intentional and focused and dedicated in only that. Now, that is much easier said than done. And in my life, what was in the way was a lot of pain that I carried from early childhood throughout my life. And it was playing like a record, a broken record, over and over. And it was preventing my heart from really, really accepting the divine nourishment that was always available. And I can say now that I am so much better at accepting it and so much better at not focusing in a negative way on myself or others or the world. Because we, whenever we see something wrong with anything, it's a reflection. We're trying to polish the mirror out there. While it's not in the mirror, it's within us. We need to polish the, the one that shows up in the mirror, not the mirror. And so I wanted to ask you all, every one of us, to contemplate this question. But I will ask a couple of representatives to share their answer. That would be Padre Paul and, and Rick. And the first contemplation is, what is your biggest obstacle in the heartful harvest of total love? So, Padre, if you, if you feel to share a little bit, that'd be great. Yes, what comes to my mind is to receive love. I love people, I love giving it out, but receiving it still has an old habit. Programming from my German background, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Stubborn German. Before, before COVID, <laughs> we didn't touch, we didn't hug, we didn't do none of those things. So, I mean, way back as a child, until my parents actually got the heart, call it the born again experience being Catholic, and all of a sudden their heart opened, and then we started to open. So, but, but I still feel there's energy around that for me personally. Mm -hmm. so. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing. And Rick, do you want to share briefly? What is your biggest obstacle? It could just be one sentence. Yeah, let me count the ways, but I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to be mindful of the time. I know. The, the one that I has, I keep turning the spiral, coming back to it. For me, it turns out to be jealousy in ways that just keep coming back. And it's all about not feeling enough, not feeling like I'll get love that someone's going to want me. 
and and I might lose what I want and and I just keep coming back to it in so many different places in my life so that's the short answer thank you Rick that was excellent and thank you so much for your honesty and I have struggled with that too I was the oldest child and then a sister came along when I was three and she stole all the attention and so I felt like I wasn't good enough I was replaced by a younger better model And it's interesting when we focus that way, even subconsciously, later in life that comes back, it can play out again. And so that happened in a really big way with a partner that I just absolutely wanted to spend the rest of my life with. But it came back, the wounding came back for me to be able to heal it and to really forgive and heal. And that's what life does. It recycles these themes for us. So we get the chance over and over and over to make the correction in the mind because it's all about clearing the mind of all the limitations and as i said it's easier said than done but i have good news i used to think i was the most hopeless person in the world <laughs> but and i felt kind of stuck with a very powerful strong stubborn german mind but it really has there have been breakthroughs that i consider to be miraculous And when I really prayed and surrendered and got down on my knees, then God brought me the right tools. And that is what I really needed to do. I needed to really say, hey, I can't fix it. I just can't do this anymore. And then all these beautiful, really cutting edge tools came into my life. And then it could really, just like a dam broke, it washed away the debris. It's pretty been pretty an, an amazing journey. Wow. And I have another quick question for you, and it's for everyone of us to contemplate, is what is, how can we claim the harvest that God has in mind for us? What helps you the most to your fullest heart's love? You can just pick one thing. I'm sure there's many. <laughs> For me, that would be the, I just go into the presence because I know the presence is where the heart is at. And if I'm lacking something, I go back to the source for me personally. Beautiful. Thank you. And for you, Rick, what, what is it? What is the thing that helps you the most? Well, it's, there's, there, there are two dynamics to it. So ditto to Padre, because I have to give it over something else much much bigger than me and recognize it's always there Mm -hmm. if i just say yes to it Mm -hmm. and and a related piece is that the times that i'm most struck by it is when i'm not doing it on purpose Mm -hmm. and i am just in a flow and padre i don't know if you remember we did an audio conference together and it was scheduled to be on prayer and it was it happened two days after my 92 year old father attempted suicide and i was there taking care of him and it was just and just everything flowed i could never have orchestrated it so it was just it just it happened not because of me it was through me and when I got out of the way, I just, it's something. So I don't know what makes that happen. I can't turn it on. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, I'm most in that. So. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. 
And I just want to show you a few images. When, if we have 6,000 thoughts a day or even more, and they all create, I want to see what, what we really want. And I love images that show that. So how about we fill our head with light and we just beam out the thoughts of light. And I've noticed that from being a real worrier, like worrying all the time, having many worry and fear thoughts, it shifted to me. It's almost all thoughts that are full of love and, and wonder and forgiveness and positive. And that is truly a miracle. But I like to have a head like this. How about you? And this is also an image of just peace and expandedness and just sitting with the beautiful peace of God and beaming that out into the world. And here is the, the heart of light. So this little guy is my great nephew in Germany, and he is definitely a healer of hearts. He shows up in all my music videos, in all my media, because he's the perfect example. He's a little bit bigger now, but he still has that magic. <laughs> and I want to ask the question of what is the, the most helpful thing to harvest the harvest that God wants us to have. And so just to keep it simple and short today, I identified three steps that are very helpful. And the first one is always and always and always awareness, just to notice what is there. Because we tend to skip over stuff in day-to-day -day life. We tend to just kind of something doesn't feel right, or we just kind of move on or distract ourselves, or we we don't even notice. And then the second step is to allow, especially if it's something very uncomfortable or painful, to allow it to be and to not have judgment about it. That's our default is resistance and judgment. But to not go into panic or judgment, to just simply allow it and take a deep breath and just be for a moment and check in with your body, with yourself and just take a pause. And then step three would be to engage with that which is perhaps challenging for us and difficult and engage in a new way that is healing, a new way that holds a healing orientation. And so that is what I want to share with you today is that healing orientation. It's one, just one way, and I'm sure we all have wonderful, wonderful ways. So... For a moment, I want you to all check in. Of, there is a scale. It's called Subjective Units of Distress, and it's called SUDS. So just check in with yourself and see if there's anything distressing from 0 to 10. Maybe it's about the world or the upcoming elections or something personal, whatever it is. Zero is total peace, and 10 is real, very charged, <laughs> very upsetting. And, so, and it's very subjective. As I said, it's subjective units of distress. And, and then I want to just show you, so we'll forget about that, and we'll ask that same question again after this guided meditation process. And I want to show you, just for a moment, there are movements. So there are movements four different movements and one it's called havening and it was designed by a research by a doctor and his uh, research scientist brother and they found they measured the brain waves it brings the brain 
into a delta brainwave pattern, and it also synchronizes the hemispheres of the brain. So it brings us into a state of calm and presence. And so there's four ways to touch, and we're going to do this touching throughout this whole meditation session. And the first way is from the shoulders to your elbows. And you can go at your own pace. And the second one is the palms of your hands. And you can do it horizontally, or you can do it vertically, just rubbing the palms of your hands gently together. So this is the second one. And then there's two in the face, and that's all that I'm going to teach you. The, the one, the first one is, these are very powerful. You just kind of stroke your face, this very, very loving touch. And especially in these times of more isolation than we've ever had, this is such a great tool to have. Many people are so lonely and so distressed. And the fourth one is also in the face. It's from the bridge of your nose out towards the ears. So, and I will leave it up to you which of the, maybe you want to use all of them alternating with all of them, or maybe just you resonate with just one, but whatever you do at your own pace, in your own order, just simply do it throughout this whole meditation sessions. And the other thing we're going to do is we will actually, I will make statements out loud, and I want you to repeat them after me out loud. So just imagine that, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath. And just welcoming whatever is present, relaxing and grounding. Just aware, just here. And then just start the havening touch, either on your arms or the palms of your hands or your face whatever feels best to you. We welcome whatever is here, noticing any sensations in the body, thoughts or feelings. They are all welcome and safe here, whatever their nature. Breathing sensations, relaxing more, aware the earth nurturing and grounding you, spirit blessing you, divine hands touching you, held in the arms of heaven and earth, no matter what is going on around us. And now repeat after me and continue to havening touch while you say these statements out loud. Even though I may feel stress about the state of the world, I consider being completely protected and fulfilled by God. Even though there are these challenges in my experience, I can be present and clear. What if there was nothing wrong with my experience of life or this world? What if I could really know that all is well and unfolding as it needs to?
even though I might experience fear of the future, I consider being perfectly guided and safe. Even though I might not feel totally worthy, God loves and values me completely. What if I am one with God forever, no matter what unfolds? What if I could never fall from grace? Just keep breathing really deeply in a very deep, relaxed way and continue the havening touch and the statements. What if nothing is out of order? What if that which I long for is already present? And I am discovering it in every moment. What if my very source is guiding me perfectly in my divine destiny? What if I am stronger than any outer circumstances? What if I am not defined by my challenges, but they make me stronger? What if I am only being informed by divine love in each moment? I am open to being informed by in divine love in each moment. I am informed by divine love in each moment. I am divine love itself. I am pure awareness. I am pure bliss. I am pure consciousness. Safe just here. Present. Held and cherished. Breathing the breath of life. Here now, eternal, and so it is. And just continue the touch to your own liking and open to the blessings fully. We are all sending and receiving that power 
and love right here, right now. Just really taking that in. Let it go deep, deep, deep into every cell, that message. And when, when you are ready, you can come back gently and gently open your eyes. Although you don't have to. I know everybody is in a sweet space right now. <laughs> so just for a very brief moment, check in again with your sad scale. Zero is total peace. Ten is extreme activation, agitation. Where is it now? Has it changed for you? And I, I would ask Padre and, and Rick if you want to just share very briefly with us the the effect this had on you. Sure, I'll start with that. Mine was the uh, my irritation, whatever that might be. I would say it had been an eight, you know, and I think right now it's probably a six. But I felt even the touching was kind of distracting for me, for my maybe my personality or my body, mm -hmm. you know, and that might go towards that not being loved, touched, that type of thing. That and I did feel it go down. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And for you, Rick. Well, I'm a touchy-feely guy from way back. <laughs> <laughs> so probably it's not, I, I guess I'm not, I don't have that Germanic background. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, so I, I really enjoyed that. And it, it really helped. I'm living with a chronic level of stress that's higher than I have in a very, very long time. And this helped turn down the temperature. Thank you. So I just show you a few more images. And this is, again, visions of how I imagine us humans what to evolve into just in alignment with all of creation and able to embody that and really bring that love into earth and be a new human that is fully activated with divine energy, light and power, and that we can learn to use our minds correctly so we bring in that heart in the harvest so the heart can flower. We might not have time for that song. So this is where I live. This was from a few years ago, just a circle of friends. And this circle can happen anytime we think of it. It doesn't have to happen in the physical. And we're all being asked to go beyond the outer things, to really find that connection within ourselves, to find the love and the, and the community within ourselves and to beam it out into the world. I used to wake up with incredible stress. Oh my gosh, another day on earth. And now I wake up and I go, oh, I want every, every being in this world to feel peace and to have what they need. And I want to contribute to that. And that is immediately, that comes into my mind. And then just it keeps going out to all the different people I know. And it's just kind of happening automatically. And then I just wanted to show you a few examples of beings that have brought in a harvest of strength and incredible inspiration and that have changed this world for the better and their path has certainly not been an easy one. None of these beings, they took on incredible hardships. They, they just had outrageously difficult lives. 
And yet each one of them was victorious. And we have that same power within us. If we can train our mind, we can pull out the weeds and not focus on that which we don't want. We constantly seem to be in the habit of focusing on what we don't want or what is wrong with ourselves or others or the world. But if we focus on the one goal of each being having what they need and feeling unity and peace, nothing can stop us. You know, we might feel powerless as a little being here, scared and small, but we are not. And when you are troubled and stressed, I, I recommend this. I just kiss a critter. In nature, I find so much strength and with the little animals. And they're just precious. They show us every single day what life is when it's innocent, you know, when it's without that mind. So we can take them as an example. And I want to also share with you that I now offer individual or family emotional healing intensive. So it's where I share all my tools, the new tools that I have learned and that I work with now. And I also do music therapy sessions now to unlock the voice because so many of us have blockages in our voice and judgments about our voice. Like we, we were told we couldn't sing or whatever it is, the expression to be free and to be unencumbered by those things and I help people with that now. And also to unlock the inspiration and the natural creativity and the inner music. And the inner music, there is no judgment on how it sounds. None, zero. It's just from your heart directly to your voice and out into the divine. And when the, when the heart fully flowers, I look at it like this. And I wish for all of us a heart like this. And then I want us to be free like a butterfly, even while we're here still in a body on this heavy earth. Our spirit can be like this. And with this, I will close my sections. That's so beautiful. That's such a rhythm, such a, a heartbeat for God, you know, for each other. You know, as we harvest the first, the heart, that really allows us to enter into that sacred place where I believe God is and where my brothers and sisters are. If we meet there, it seems to draw us in. And you know, Angelica, you did a beautiful job, you know, Thank of you. teaching us, honoring us and bringing us together as we heal together. And like in all, I call it healing experiences, we do have sometimes challenges just to hear the message in a sense or to feel it like I did. But it, it's also showing me whether it's a block, whether it's an opening. And the beautiful Holy Spirit, that divine presence can help us. And that's what it's about because we get to do this together. In my tradition, where two or more gathered in thy name, there I am. And so that I am presence is always present, even though it might feel uncomfortable, but I know that I know my Yeshua is right next to me. So just thank you very much for that beautiful presentation. And our intention, both Rick and Angelica, we like to close our, our session with prayer. And, but also, I'd like to hear your prayer intention for our audience, for this world. So mm -hmm. I might start with Rick first, and then I'll go to Angelica. And then once you put out your intention, then I would also like you to lead in us a, a prayer from your own heart 
because we're all in this together. So yeah. Brother Rick, would you welcome that to us? Thank you, Padre. Oh, the intention, the intention is love. The intention is the elimination of all suffering. The intention is beauty, love, light for everyone. Mm. Mm. So let me offer a prayer into that space then. Here's God, come. Holy Spirit, come. Yeshua, come. All the saints, the angels, the guides, come. Be with us. We pray an opening of the portal, pouring forth God's love, God's ministering angels, everyone on this call, everyone across our nation, regardless of what their beliefs are, we are one. All to awaken, awaken into the light and love of God. And pouring forth throughout the world, helping each and all awaken Awaken into that flowering of the heart Angelica so beautifully described. Mm. Awaken into our oneness with each other. Awaken into our oneness with God. And I pray healing for each and all. All that stands in need of healing. Seen and unseen. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. I feel that presence surrounding me as everyone. As we put our intention out there, that's an energy, that's a frequency. And we just love to allow that frequency to wrap her arms around us. Angelica, would you place your intention out there then also offer prayers for healing? Yeah. So my intention is actually in this prayer. So it's one in the same. So bless your body that it be filled and lifted to a new mind, to a new energy. Bless your life that it be an extension of your divine mind. Bless your past that it turn to wisdom. Bless the challenges in your life that they initiate you into greatness. Bless your future, that your life purpose is fulfilled. Bless your soul, that it wakes you from this dream and that it be your guide. And bless the benevolent energy of the unseen to move in you, to stir in you, to flow through you and all around you. Bless you that the sea of divine awareness 
becomes your mind, that its nature becomes your nature, that its will becomes your will, and its love for life becomes your love for life. To delight with you in the depth of your being. And we bless every being on earth, now and always, with this benediction. And so it is. Amen. 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 I don't have to pray because it's been prayed for us tonight. Beautiful. Each of us have our special intention. I think why we come on these calls, be with community, but also to offer up our prayer request. And in keeping with the theme of the heart of the, the harvest, why don't we place a hand on our heart as the approach for your own personal intention for healing tonight. And as Angelica and Rick just raise your hands, just to bless our audience, those who are watching, and allow our hearts to open and to manifest the grace the anointing, the love of God that heals, that restores our homes, our families, our workplace, our nation, the world, and all the light beings. We allow that grace now through the divine light beings and angels to be administering right now to specific areas of our body for divine surgery. Come, Holy Spirit, let your healing presence just come. I thank you, God, for the healing of those suffering from COVID-19. We bless the caregivers who are there helping, supporting, renewing, touching them, assuring them how much they are loved by God, by their families. We, ask, we bless those hospital workers the hospice, those serving those who are dying, and all those souls who in the last month have passed on, and those who will in the next day, next hour, that to be ushered into a, a great I am presence, a light that's beyond our world, radiating within each of our hearts. Restore, restore, restore. restore. I thank you, God, for that healing element. I just, there's a sense of activity, great activity happening. And I believe it's the release of the angels and the healing realm, that frequency. And as you have your own hand on your heart, place on the part of the body that needs healing now. I believe we're all antennas of healing right now. And I just say thank you, God, for your divine oneness. Holy, holy, holy. I thank you, God, for bringing those who are looking for a job, the right placement right now. And the scripture says, and the Holy Spirit goes before us. God goes before us. So with your intention goes the new job offer. I thank you, O Lord, our God. This ringing in the ears, that just will diminish now, just by the frequency that's already been manifesting here in your home, in my home. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the healing of cancer. I thank you, God, that decree in the name of Jesus just dissolve. Let the light of 
the consciousness of Christ us heal and restore and sugar diabetes I just command the, the blood count to go down thank you O Lord our God bring balance to the kidney to the pancreas thank you O Lord our God in the feet in the ankles the swelling to go down thank you O Lord our God for your great great grace for those who have migraine headaches just come Holy Spirit just allow that grace now to bring peace that passes all understanding. Let it be so in you, around you, in and outwardly. And let the atmosphere of the home change. Any conflict with your children, with your spouse, I just break that activity now. And I just command the negative energies to leave, but also in its place, the peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, God, for your living presence. Thank you, God, for the great I am. We're just going to just say thank you, God, for your life in us and for the heart of the harvest. As we open up our hearts and lives, it just gets filled with the more. So I just bless each of you with that divine presence and allow grace, grace, grace to give you a kiss. And we say thank you in gratitude for all the gifts, all the healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And if you love Angelica's music, she's got some marvelous music out there, her albums. So pick them up digitally or by CD. But just support her and her life, her love for life through music. I could just sleep with the angels with that music right now, Angelica. Thank you. Appreciate that. And thank you, Rick, for being on tonight. Next week, we have our monk, Rick Chef. He will be up and sharing this part of the harvest that we're all looking for, just to allow grace to fill the more. Thank you for being on the call and supporting Celebrating Life. Good night, everyone. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Padre. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.